All right, what's going on, guys? Thanks for joining me. Podcast with Curtis Mack. Um, have a bunch of guests recently. Had photographers, models, and uh, a new artist I've been working with. His name is Caleb Esty, but I'm going to let him do some talking about himself. So, My name is Caleb Esty. Uh, I'm a musician, an artist. I play as many things as I possibly can with as many people as I possibly can. All right, so when you say like music and, and artists and stuff like that, you mean like uh, what, what type of genre of music? Uh, really, I haven't bottled myself into any specific genre okay. yet, and I, I think I'm going to keep that open as much as possible. But uh, but the best thing that I could use to describe what I do is whatever it is, it has to be genuine. Mm. This is a, a different world that we're in, so I have been trying uh, a few things differently to try uh, filling the void that's usually left by someone who is just a uh, uh, one color, you know, trying to bring as many different things from my palette to the forefront as possible. So my new backdrop fits your genre it, of music. Really, it really does. This whole that. thing, there's... There's as many colors in here as there are ideas flying through my head. And you know who inspired this? Uh, an artist I work with, Bessis. Big shout out to Bessis because he's like, that's what's in. It's like that Starburst, Skittles, you know, TikTok-y, oh, yeah. you know, type of genre, type of vibe. So, uh, you know, how how long have you been doing this? Oh, man. I've been playing music in a professional capacity, performing mm. in front of people for, for about 19 years 20 wow. years so there's and I'm, I'm 34 just turned 34 so there's a considerable amount of time that i spent on stage when i was about uh 12 13 and how'd you get started when you were like 12 13 how did that happen uh actually by bass playing bass uh guitar bass singing a little tiny bit but then moving on into drums out of necessity. Mm -hmm. Now, I know your whole, I've worked with uh, parts of your family before, and, uh, you know, everybody's kind of involved in show business mm -hmm. or media, right? Like, I know that your, your mom does, uh, you, know, uh, you know, broadcasting, and then your father's into uh, the piano world, right? And I think your brother a little bit, too. Yeah, my brother is, uh, is a great player. Okay. Uh, he sits down to a piano, and you would be so surprised at some of the stuff that he plays. My sister is a phenomenal singer. My mom is the same way. She's also an amazing artist. Mm -hmm. In fact, my sister and my mother are both phenomenal artists. My father can play, man, any song that you give him, he'll listen to it, learn it by ear, and then play it for you in his own format and try and get the lead at the same time. Very, very diverse kind of 
you know mix of people. So, Excellent. So there was yeah. plenty of inspiration. Now, as far as uh, superstars and like household names, was there, was there anybody that like came to like mind when it's like inspiration? You know, at when you're 12, 13 years old, who were you listening to? What was the what was the vibe? I know that uh, doo-wop, a lot of soul from my cousin, uh, my cousin Jason, uh, and man, the the mix of Beatles. Everly Brothers, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, the list is the list is crazy huge. But essentially, as many feel good songs as I could possibly get my hands on when I was a kid. You know, this was like, this is when when my parents saw me dancing and saw me doing something for an extended period of time. And they're yeah. like, what is that? What is he, what's that music that they like? All right, let's keep on giving him that. So why, why is that important to you, Caleb? Like doing that type of stuff, that type of, you know, good vibe, good field stuff, the art. Because there's not, there's not much else in this world mm -hmm. besides the expression of self and the exploration of self. In fact, the motivation behind people's progress can be skewed by a lot of outside influence mm -hmm. when in reality we are looking at the progression of self yeah a lot of people look for like validation of worth through the internet when really you just should compete with yourself keep to yourself you know you can have a network of people social and professional and things like that but right. when it comes to success you know they say it's staying on course to your desired outcomes and experiences gaining happiness wisdom and self-worth along the way so right. as long as you find yourself doing that then right you know it's more, the same way power to you. it's the same way as when you actually have a, a song idea and it's about going to morocco Right, you have no context for that. You're not writing from experience, and it's something there. It's the same exact thing that we need to concentrate on when we're act when we're putting our actions out there as well. That genuine focus. It's not something to do because we we should yeah. or we could. It's a deeper meaning there, and that exploration often helps us find out more about ourselves just because that's that's along the same path or so what organization are you with do you have like a, a brand a label a studio that you work with constantly there's definitely there's a few people uh that i've been working with pretty consistently shout uh, them out yeah uh c Landsbaum, always going up there to pomona uh at sherwood ridge studios he's amazing he has he gets some of my favorite drum sounds word Let's see, Ponderosa Studio, which is right over in Lafayette, amazing place. Uh, Mixolydian Studio, that's right over in Delaware Water Gap, um, with uh, with Don. He's he's an amazing guy. Always gets us. Uh, always Donnie, seems to get us work. Donnie G. Donnie. Donnie G. But uh, yeah, then the the list of DIY studios that are that are up and up and coming. Uh, LBM Audio. Uh, uh, Pete Lister Productions, which I think he's going through some changes. My thinking might call it Ace, uh, acclaimed custom entertainment brand. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Do you have something in mind when you're creating music? I know, like you know, there's a question of who listens to my music, who am I thinking about when I'm making the music? Is anybody come to mind? I would hope that the people listening are listening for something more than just 
listening. So when you write your music, are you telling a story or are you just putting out your feelings at the time? Like what's going on? Yes. Uh, actually, there to, quote, yes. to quote a friend, yes. yes. <laughs> to quote a friend, um, I am Shout ignoring... out Dr. Pepper, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Dr. Pepper. We don't we don't drink enough Dr. We Pepper. We don't drink days. enough. We have so many. Was it 23 answers. ingredients in the Dr. Yeah, Pepper? Yeah, no. and there's probably 23 ingredients in your music. I'm sorry to call you that. <laughs> you like that? Go ahead. That's good. <laughs> so... Uh, so the way way that my friend uh, uh, Shlomo Franklin, another uh, brilliant artist that I've been working with, the way that he described my music is, you are ignoring the most polite parts of yourself in the most beautiful way, mm. bringing them to the surface, and and that's that's kind of wow. a big part of it. Whoa. I'm I I really want to do that as much as possible because it's a it's a thing that Neil Young did. It's a thing that that David Bowie did. It's a thing that artists do mm -hmm. you know to filter yourself and to put yourself in a bottle and say that i need to express such and such style of music and impress such and such demographic of people it's almost like why am i even making music if it's not just purely for the expression itself yeah word you know the commercial value the monetary value of something like this should not be held higher than the value of the expression itself. Yeah, and truth always creative every time, you know? Absolutely. I, I tell people, as long as you have a truthful message, I don't care if it has a $10, $10 video behind it, you know? Right. Versus a $10,000 video. If your message is there and the truth is there, like, you know, it's yeah. not necessarily about having a better mousetrap. When you're an artist, you're just creating because it's it's part of the game. It's part of what you do. And sometimes people ask you, well, where are you in your work? When's the next this? What's your next project? When's the next presentation? When's the next um, expedition? Or when's the next... Sometimes you're you create a whole project in one night, and sometimes you won't create a whole project for six months, mm -hmm. or it might take five years. Right? Right. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how like projects and why they take so long, or why sometimes they're just done in an hour. Mm. Do you I come would... across situations like that? Yes, absolutely. There, there are ideas that involve more fuel than others. Yeah, and that's just a. A general rule of thumb and framework right right so the simpler the idea generally when I come to a band with four chords or even three chords I mean there's a few tunes that I have where I've come up to the guys like all right let's go let's go out let's go so far out let's go Miles Davis bitches brew let's go you know uh, you know in a silent way let's go really crazy with playing some abstract notes and find something there that fits because we need fuel for something that's a little bit more uh, of, a, of a simple nature yeah when there's calm when there's a complexity to the the structure of the song or even the vision of the song generally speaking there's a bit more of a blueprint so how people come to those those endpoints those goals it really depends on their personality style you know, I know mm -hmm. that I could hear a guitar solo over an idea that I've been working on for a year or a few months and hear that guitar solo. And it's like, no matter what you're going to play over it, I'm going to be like, wow, that's amazing. So sometimes you just hear that and, and the message just comes with it and, and that can carry its own weight, you know, right. just without any lyrics on the music. Yeah. And, and the, the, like I said, the, the, uh, the path in which you take to get there mm -hmm. depends greatly on the the uh, mediums that you're using. You know, if you're a digital player, if you're analog player, whatever it may be. I know that it takes a bit from me, but I've I've 
been finding avenues to circumvent a lot of the the delay that that it needs yes. um and and trying to get these things out on onto a, a drawing board that other musicians that I trust can come in and say here's some fuel for this I think I have a little bit of fuel that I could spare for for this part it's and like this part. you're coming but what are you bringing you know right yeah. and and a big part of the 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 uh, uh working environment is who you trust yeah. and how much trust you put in them and the synergy you guys can create when you work together right that's a, that's right. huge it's like you know one person can do three person's jobs right but like three people can do like 10 people's jobs you know right. so so right. yeah and it's amazing what you guys can create so what have you created what accomplishments have you done so far since you know 19 whatever 1980 1990 whatever you know let's let's start like goals plaques uh you know uh, stuff yeah. like that or maybe eps or mixtapes or whatever you do that you've you know archived what what have you accomplished so far caleb uh well there's there's been quite a bit there's been a, a lot of recording projects that uh that i've done with artists across the board folk country pop uh there was even a a, a stint that i had with a rock band where we opened up for the guess who mm-hmm. um i was with this band called the holy goats i, I they may even be around still i'm not sure but they um that was a huge thing for me because that was a, a big big chunk of fuel for my fire 100 and uh and then moving forward from that the the endless tours and you know meeting different artists across the board what I mean, cities have you visited the the whoosh, the cities man yeah, um, roll them all, all the way all the way over to to california i mean it's been i think arizona uh colorado we missed that one um there's a decent amount in the midwest that we that we had missed but for the most part i mean like up and down uh pennsylvania florida uh, a lot of time spent in georgia so like different cities within multiple states oh yeah you just been so you really did the tour life thing yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. was this in the 90s early 2000s or this was uh early 2000s and and leading all the way up until uh 2000 i think 2010 or 2008 2010 that was probably my last little stint of a of a good tour what was Um, your what was your biggest memory from tour life uh, like the like the most memorable moment Oh, that's 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 tough. That's really really tough. I think one of the greatest parts was um, was going on this this amazing epic journey with two bands mm-hmm. that I, I was involved with. Two of which they were they were like my favorite projects to play in, and one of which that I actually was able to uh, uh, write words, sing lead for a few songs, and write melodies, things like that. But we did a uh, a double band tour and we we traveled in one van and one little sedan and that was the coolest thing we went on you know a ferry across uh uh, lake champlain um you know all sorts of different cool little adventures and uh up by vermont new york um and sometimes it's it's more about the journey than it is the end goal right absolutely absolutely and the people that we were meeting along the way you know we get to the show uh they not not a lot of big names uh for me the big the bigger names that i've played have actually been s- somewhat recently uh mm-hmm. working with uh, steve forbert uh i've been playing with him now for about 
a year and a half, uh, maybe two years. So when you were on tour, it was more the back-end people that you don't really know about but really made all the things happen. Exactly, sure. exactly. Gotcha. And then eventually kind of, you know, sharpening my tools to get to a point where I'm, I'm, uh, I impressed Joe Cerati enough for him to recommend me to Jesse Bardwell, mm-hmm. who uh, played with Quimby Mountain Band. Big ups. Yeah, big, big ups, both of those guys. And they... Put me, uh, put me in touch with, uh, with Steve. They got me in touch with with Steve. Uh, Jesse got me like the, the audition. And, nice. Uh, I actually, funny story about that. Let's hit it. I could not. Oh my god, I couldn't do the audition, but it was because I had an album release show with a good friend of mine who had been working on this album for for a long time, and I was very, very proud of the music. And I invited Steve mm. and Jesse out to the show. They couldn't make it. But Jesse asked me to send him, uh, like, send me a video of of this this guy that you're talking about that you got to do. I'm like, oh, thank, thank God, I have a video of this yep, guy because yep. it's a really great video on on Vimeo that was taken at my father's piano shop, and it's me on drums, my friend on Cora, which is an African harp, and a cello player named Brian Wilson, and it's some of the best footage, but I was able to show them that as my audition. Nice. Essentially. Oh, that's great. You know, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Some, isn't <laughs> it great to be it. busy? It really is. It because really, that's really what, is. What then my dad always said, you know, shout out to my dad. He says, who did they go to, the, you know, who do they go to to get the job done? The busiest guy usually, mm-hmm. because it's like, he makes time. That's what you do. You make time. And if you are busy, you make you, you stick to your guns and you say that I have prior obligations on that set date at that set time if we can re-coordinate somehow reschedule i'd be more than happy to if not can we work something out which what is what you did so like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. you being a businessman too yeah it's really it's really been a you have to be stern difficult though, you yeah know, with your own schedule with your life yeah it's been and a little that's bit attractive difficult with to it. the management you know people that want to work with you mm-hmm. you know so what are your overall goals like you've done a lot you know so what's what's your overall goals and maybe short and long well uh I'd like to keep it pretty pretty simple, uh, one foot in front of the other kind of a thing. I generally work a little bit better. So far, uh, playing in front of oh, 5,000 people, that was a big goal. Mm-hmm. And you, you accomplished that? Yeah, getting, great. In, getting in with... Uh, with um, was that live or uh, That was virtual? live. Yeah, oh, great. That was live. That was done over at, uh, with Steve Forbert over at Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. Shout that's out in, Bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's in uh, San Francisco over in uh, Golden Gate Park. Beautiful Great. setting, beautiful setting. But I've never uh, been to Cali. Oh my goodness! I was supposed to go with a family member and just didn't go. I think I just need to hit it and just yeah. go. Yep, just hit it. And and there's and when you say Cali, too, realize that there's like many versions of Cali, so you might not hit all of them. Mm-hmm. Northern Cali is a whole different thing, and I highly recommend it. Anybody, Northern California. Shout out to Northern Cali. Shout out to Huntington Beach as well, which is SoCal. And shout out Paul Walker because he <laughs> loved North Cal. You know. <laughs> RIP. But yeah, it's it's a it's a very very uh very interesting place. But anyway, uh, the the five thousand people, the uh you know getting in with with award winning artists, uh, yeah. uh, C Landsbaum who has the studio up in Sherwood Ridge, uh, Pomona. Mm-hmm. He is part of the uh, the same crew that did the Seeger sessions, and he won a Grammy for it. Uh, he also played on the Seeger sessions, but they didn't give him a Grammy. So for that. is that a goal for you at one but, point, uh, a Grammy, or like be on national TV? Like, what's the, what's the what's the what's the end goal here, Caleb? My my end goal is to make my meaning work and my work meaningful, because that's really that's really my only truest form of success that I could see. I if I strive for something that 
is a, a piece of a, somebody else's puzzle, then it's not genuine. So the only thing that I can do right now is strive for that meaning to come through in what I am doing and, and allow this to okay. be shown to people in a, in a genuine way. If I could say that, that in 10 years, I want to, you know, be a, a Grammy nominee, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. But I'm sure that none of these guys, my, my, one of my inspirations, Mark Juliana, um, uh, an amazing, phenomenal drummer. He was Grammy nominated for, uh, uh, best contemporary instrumental and, uh, and for his original music. And you have original music and you play, or, and what instruments do you play to create your original music? Uh, everything. Mostly the, the things that I like to do is create by myself, uh, with my own means to get that genuine expression out. Then from there, I have trusted musicians that I call and whether or not they're available, we go through different lineups, uh, for different shows mm-hmm. sometimes. So you do you, you know, mix analog and digital, you know? Uh I have been doing a lot more of that now more than more than ever now because there's a lot of things that have been catching my ear mm-hmm. in in the sonic world of of digital and even the analog synth sounds, the you know, very very old analog synth sounds you know which brings me to my next question which is like your latest project because i know mm-hmm. i've seen your marketing getting up to up to par with all your social media and whatnot which is good and i see you do uh clab lab clab lab just another day we have mr amalgam on the show with us Is that, so is that kind of your latest thing right now? That's your that's your little baby right now that you're you're nurturing. That is. That's it's that's exactly it. Actually, that's the perfect way to put it. It's 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 my little baby, and mm-hmm. right now it is exactly that. It's in its adolescence. I have been doing it. The whole thing was spurred pretty much from uh, getting a collab lab, a, a a burst of this. Get up and go. Mm. I don't have anybody around me right now, but I should play some music. Correct. Create. And playing music with a loop pedal, it's it's cool. Uh, playing music with backing tracks happening and I'm playing drums, that's cool. But realizing that there was a way uh, with with the help of a, a good friend of mine, shout out to uh, Booyah Amps, You're Jamie me. Simpson. And... Uh, he, we went through this very cool experimentation of putting drums as the sound source for a vocoder. Mm. So that kind of got me into thinking, okay, I can have a keyboard off to the side uh, and play that with my right hand and just play some drum beats, some very simple drum beats with my left hand. While the screen's up and all that. While the right? screen's up and everybody's yep. going and, yep. and everybody's chatting and I'm chatting along with them. But lately I've been getting enough 
to, to do uh, comfortable enough with this to actually start singing. So that's the evolution of it. Wow. And eventually there will be whole shows that are designed around exactly that. It's Me like a Kanye just... West situation almost, like with lights. It's like almost 4D in a way, right? Like yeah. there's there's lights, vibrations, and, you know, water sprays, and like there's dancing, and there's people. It's just a whole experience, and that's what music is, an experience. Yeah. I want to create that essentially with one human being wow. and then have this one human being myself the the uh, a puzzle piece to fit into anything but the but clab lab is essentially now it's a puzzle piece mm. that i can i can i could form into anything that i want to fit around whoever else is coming it's yours yeah and you know what this you're is... doing at the end of the day with your content so if somebody else comes along and has some gas for the fire right you can put it in or you can you know you know just sidestep a little bit to, to take some time and help them out or do whatever you got to do but it ha it happens you know it's going to happen because you're going to make it happen yes exactly and there's a there's a big part of collab lab that tries to uh uh promote the individuals that I have Indie on the artists, show. professional artists, exactly, yeah, well-known names, all that yeah, kind even, of stuff. Yeah, even friends that are just throwing in music for me to play over that just record on their off time. They're not serious musicians, but they express. And I love that. I love that about my friends. There's so many of them and out there. And there's so many people out there with commercial interests that are, that are let's say – you know, interested or like love to invest in sponsoring indie artists and content like that. So if you're interested in stuff like that, maybe contact Caleb if you're looking to, you know, help out an artist. If you own a, you know, a guitar shop or a drum studio or XYZ and you want your name mentioned, I'm sure that can happen. I'm sure you can work something out in a way, you know. Absolutely. Um, I think you should, this is just my suggestion, you know, um, get some LED drumsticks. Oh, man. How I've cool actually, would that be? I have been with the same guy, Jamie Simpson. We have been going through. Uh, just a just real rough because right now you know times are a little bit. Aesthetics are important right now, though. Aesthetics they are. are important. Right they now. are, and it and as it's you a, mentioned in here. Yeah, and it's a big it's a big push to get this done too. Trust me, but uh, I really want to have a dynamic, a dynamically sensitive sound, uh, or sorry, uh, sound sensitive uh, 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 LED rings that are mm. right underneath the actual drum head. Love so when it. you hit the drum head. The harder you hit it, the more white the the light becomes. It's it's like seeing sound. Exactly, exactly. So, the the dynamics would have a lot to do with like the hue of the color being being put through, but it would fade through the entire color spectrum until the very loudest notes that I'd be playing would have. And you have an engineer white. that can help you with that. Yes, yes, that's fantastic. It's, it's a matter of programming some Raspberry Pis and getting this whole thing to work. But the real trick there is, uh, is you know. I, I would have to pull the trigger on doing it to my one of my favorite drum sets because it really would look great. So, and, with and that music. being said, if somebody <laughs> may want to donate a drum set. Maybe you know, if you want to donate, if you if you see this and he hasn't done it by now, contact Caleb. If you have a nice drum set, you would like to see LED'd up and all that. That's and, right. And and he slapped it, slapped the logo and all that. I'm sure on on the uh, Clab Lab. How can they see the Clab Lab and how often? Where can they see it? All that. Well, that's. That's a really great part that I've set up, trying to be as consistent as possible with this weekly show. Nice. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. on Twitch. And what I've been doing with it lately, um, more shout than ever. Twitch, shout out to Twitch. They give so many artists opportunity. It really, it's amazing. And it's so much fun for the viewer as well, because you're not just sitting there watching this static screen and kind of typing to everybody else and 
you know, people on Facebook, there's not really that much of a community. Mm -hmm. And there also, there's not much for us as artists to give you. It really has an effect on, uh, on the, the demographic, I think, to try and just put out that, that large net and see what I'm actually coming out with. I'm trying my best to, uh, to kind of branch out with, like you said, visuals and uh, just general flow of the show and that's every wednesday every wednesday six to eight p.m on twitch Twitch twitch.tv backslash collab lab and they can get all the behind the scenes stuff i'm sure on your instagram facebook oh yeah um i know you have tiktok so that's cool you put some uh you know some snippets of what's going on up there so um any last thoughts oh i mean other than if you're a musician if you're someone who has content that you thought to yourself, I would love to hear a drummer or a drummer's perspective or some kind of rhythmic life being breathed into this. Mm-hmm. I realize that it's hard to get together with your bandmates and Especially with record COVID. these things. Exactly. So it's important to say this to as many people as possible. I would love to extend that hand to anybody who maybe they have digital drums there and they want to get rid of those digital drums. Send the track over. Let me know the BPM if you've done it to a click, and we've we've got ourselves a nice little segment on the show that I can then promote your band, your project, your content, and who you are because there needs to be more attention brought to the arts now more than ever. C dot on Instagram if you want to get with it. That's awesome. CurtisMac.com if you're interested in getting in the studio. Uh, Caleb will co-sign it. You know, we work together. We do some marketing work together, right? Um, That's right. How, how do you like that stuff? That This is kind of just off, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging how uh, how inspired I am to be consistent with it. And, and there is a considerable amount of response that I've seen already. Mm-hmm. Just through our optimization and creation process, yes. the, the first step of my three-step process. Yeah, right? and it's also it's like I said, I, I can't I can't stress this enough. Like what it puts inside of myself to drive more progress in that mm-hmm. regard. Just having that one positive thought, just having that one little inkling of like, oh, I kind of got this under control now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like, this isn't just a weird brick that's controlling my life and yeah. soul sucking. It's it's like no, this is going to work for me as a tool. Correct. It alleviates all this kind of stress and it makes you want to do it just that much. Everybody more. can utilize a marketing strategy if they're an artist or if they're an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, it's like a marketing strategy for yourself because you are the CEO of you. You know, right. Right. shout out to uh, Nancy, <laughs> somebody that told me that. So, um, CurtisMac.com, Caleb SD, Clab Lab, C.SD, hit them up. Any type of music that you would like to get, maybe some rhythmic, um, you know, association with or if you Mm -hmm. want to just collab with him at the collab lab contact him thanks for listening y'all